Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I seriously cannot believe that we're already in Q4. This year has flown by so fast. Like, I feel like I blinked and it was already October. So that's kind of how this year is going. But today I wanted to come on and share my Q3 review, which is going to be a breakdown of my overall income in Q3, um, where it came from, and any highs and lows experienced during this three month period from. July to September. So let's dive right in. And first we're going to start with the highs and lows. So one of the highs for this quarter was that um, I created my very first tripwire for my social media manager toolkit. And I'm now starting to see sales on autopilot just by people purchasing the offer right after opting into one of my freebies. So if you're not familiar with a tripwire, it's basically a um, one-time deal and you lower your price of your product to around 50, like no, no more than 20 bucks. Um, it's supposed to be like a can't pass up deal. Um, mine is currently going for $15 for a $47 product. So I lowered the price quite a bit. And basically when someone opts in for my social media manager checklist, they get a thank you page and this offer is on the thank you page and it's only available for 15 minutes. So they have to purchase within that 15 minute time frame to be able to get for $15. Otherwise it's available for $47. So um, I've been seeing quite a few sales on that every single month, which has been great because now I'm really starting to feel the benefits of passive income, even though it isn't like a crazy amount, it's still nice to look at my bank account and be like, oh wow, you know, this could have been purchased while I was sleeping. Um, another thing that happened in Q3 that was great is that I started planning for a new venture with my biz bestie, Lindsay Allison of Blog Me Lovely, and this will go live in Q1 of 2019. So I'm not going to spill too many details on that, but just know that it's basically a joint venture with me and Lindsay, and we're going to be offering a lot of cool things for you, including the summit that we did last year, we're going to make that an annual thing and a lot of other things are coming. So I'm really excited about that and can't wait to introduce that to you guys in Q1. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and I also brought on a handful of really amazing clients um, this quarter who really value me and what I can offer them. So that's been really nice to have those dream clients um, in my business and in my corner that always are happy with what I'm doing and all that good stuff. But with the highs, of course, there are going to be some lows. So there's only two, which is good, but they're kind of pretty bad. So <laughs> let's dive right in. So now this doesn't happen to me too often, but in Q3, I actually had to fire a client and this client was recommended to me by someone else that I know professionally. Um, and the reason that I had to fire her is because she wasn't respecting me or my boundaries. And she was emailing me 
emailing me at night and on weekends and I understand she worked full time so that was pretty much her only free time but she would send me novels on Saturday and expect a response and of course even if she said she didn't respect it expect a response I was always looking at my email just because that's how I am so then I get frustrated and you know be upset the whole weekend because of this long lengthy email of her just berating me and all that stuff so I guess she really didn't quite understand what she was outsourcing so therefore it made for a pretty miserable experience and I was constantly explaining everything to her even though we had talked a million times before um, she even ended up hiring me. So it was just, it was not a good fit. And, you know, I try to make it work for as long as possible, but I just didn't want to be miserable anymore. And as a freelancer or small business owner, you have the ability to pick who you want to work with. So there's no reason to work with people who aren't going to respect you or your boundaries or even value what you're doing. So, you know, Sometimes you just got to let it go. Even if the money is good, your happiness and your overall well-being is so much more important than, you know, an extra 600 bucks a month, you know, whatever the contract's for. But that's just kind of my tidbit. And that's how I felt about it. It was really hard. I had to think about it a lot. I went back and forth with her. She was, you know, wanting to make it work too, but it was just one of those things that I knew it wouldn't be a good fit. So that's that. So that was kind of frustrating. That happened at the end of July. Um, but yeah, so that is something that I dealt with in Q3. Um, another thing that I found out pretty much a couple of days ago, so like at the very end of September, I found out that one of my subcontractors was being sneaky and not completing work for one of my clients that I'd outsourced to them in a timely manner or sometimes even at all. So I've been trying to right all the wrongs with that client and essentially losing out on a month's worth of income in October just in an effort to save this client relationship, which is perfectly fine with me. I don't mind like comping the the month of October just because she didn't really get the services rendered in um, September and I was, you know, billing her for it because I had no idea. But it just sucks. It sucks to have someone that you're trusting to do work for clients and then them not completing it because it just makes me look bad. Even though I'm not the one doing the work, I hired that person and they're taking advantage of me. They're taking advantage of the client. It's just, it's not good. And I don't want to hire anyone like that again. So I'm going to be a little more strict with my hiring process from now on because that was really, really difficult and it kind of put me in a bad position. Thankfully, she was only working with that one client. So it wasn't as detrimental as it could have been. But if I would have had her working with like four or five of my clients, that could have been nightmarish because this person that she's working with um, has been with me pretty much since the beginning, so almost two years now. So it would be really, really bad to lose that client because, you know, if you've been working with someone for over two years and it gets ended because of a subcontractor taking advantage, then not really. It's just unfortunate. So I'm glad to be able to work with this client and make things right, but it's just it was a crappy situation to be put into. So. Those are my two lows of the month. Not very great, but you know, I mean month, the quarter, but yeah. So 
Now let's get into the more exciting part, which is my income report. So this is actually the first time that I'm publicly releasing my income to the world, which is quite a bit nerve wracking, but I feel like it will help those of us that aren't hitting six figure months yet because I'm not quite there yet myself. So starting next month, I'll actually be doing monthly income reports in my Facebook group that I'm pretty sure will not get released onto the podcast. So if you're interested in seeing those, make sure to head over to Facebook to join the group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash savvy social community. So you can check those out when they go live. Um, it should be near the beginning of each month. So this one will be near the beginning of November. Um, I'll make a group in the um, I think a group, an invite in the group so that you guys can go check it out if you're interested. So now without further ado, let's hop right into the income reports. So in Q3, I made a total of 8,551.35. This breaks down to around 3.5,000 in July to 2,500 in August and 2,300-ish in September. Um, typically, August and September are usually slower months for me and my business, and then October, things usually start picking up again, so that's kind of why it dipped um, in July and September, just because people are like trying to enjoy the final part of um, their vacation and then get their kids back to school in September, so they're just kind of busy and don't have as much to outsource. So this money mostly comes from my Pinterest management packages. I have three separate packages, um, you know, a small, medium, and large package, depending on what you're looking for. And then also um, I offer one-off Pinterest revamp projects and then also VA work for a few select people. So those are like my primary income sources. Um, I also do make money each month from affiliate marketing and then my passive income products like the social media manager toolkit, which I was just talking about earlier. Um, you know that the total income for Q3 is not really what I was hoping for. I was hoping for at least 10 to 12 K um, over the, the three month period, but that's okay. You know, you win some, you lose some. And this quarter was not great also in terms of expenses because I had some upcoming travel to pay for. So I had to pay for a retreat ticket, a flight, also an Airbnb in addition to some of my annual expenses coming around due. Um, so to put it into perspective for the travel, I actually spent um, over $1,000 just for travel in this three-month period, so there were quite a bit of expenses. Um, some other bit bigger expenses that I have each month are the Profit Planner Lounge membership. Um, it's a monthly membership with Haley Burkhead. Um, it's really great. I love the community, um, so I pay for that each month. I'm also in her Passive Profit program, which is a group coaching program where we're trying to build an evergreen funnel for a either course or membership. So that's, you know, $375 a month. And then I also have a VA agency that does like my podcast and some other things for me. Um, and that's, you know, a pretty big monthly expense as well, but it's so worth it. So I don't have to deal with um, everything podcast. All I have to do is record. So that really helps. Um, 
I'm actually expecting way less miscellaneous expenses in Q4 because I'm not going to be doing any travel or anything, thankfully. So I will be able to have more take-home pay at the end of the day, which is nice. So with that said, <laughs> my quarterly expenses came out to around 7000 which leaves me with a net profit of $1,300. Um, this number, low number would really scare me if I didn't recently start implementing the strategies in the book called Profit first, which I'll link in the show notes, which you should definitely check out if you already haven't. Um, but basically every month I set aside 1% of my earnings. Um, so that, um, or in something called a profit account so that I'm able to see that I'm actually making some sort of profit each month, even though it's like half, most of the time it's only like a couple bucks. It still helps me, um, you know, know that I'm not just going in the red in my business every month. So the point of this is actually to take your profit first and really evaluate your expenses and trim as much unnecessary expenses as you can to start making more profit each month. And that was what I was doing up until Q3, but um, yeah, those travel expenses got in the way, but yeah. So in full disclosure, I make a decent amount of money each month from my lifestyle blog, Breakfast at Lily's, um, and also from being on the support team at ConvertKit, which is an email marketing company. So Confetti Social is not my only source of income at this point. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know, because obviously it would be kind of difficult to live off of $1,300 after expenses. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm really excited to start sharing my monthly income reports via Facebook Live and my Facebook group next month. So make sure you join in for that because it's going to be really cool and you know I'll be able to chat with you guys live and you know answer any questions about my expenses and things like that. Um, October already seems to be shaping up to be a good one compared to September and August. So I'm really excited to share that with you. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode 62. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Base Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.